all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. We're officially almost through the week, you guys. And as I always say, we got to keep pushing to get those goals and accomplishments completed. Uh, so keep on pushing through the rest of the week, you guys. And so... Of course, uh, you guys know uh, that the show is brought to you by your radio network, 1328. Um, You guys can check that out on Facebook um, and um, also download the mobile app available to you on iPhone and Android. And, of course, tonight, folks, we have a special guest and new guest in the building this evening, you guys. We have Tamika Sims. She is in the building this evening, you guys, and she is actually the founder of Self-Assured, uh, the Self-Assured Woman um, Movement. And so I'm excited to have her on the show. Uh, Tamika wears numerous hats. Uh, as I uh, read through her bio or read up on her and just, you know, see her do her thing um, over social media, uh, she wears many hats. So you guys know we're all about womanhood and uh, being entrepreneurs over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So I'm excited, looking forward to having her on the show this evening, you guys. And as always, Always, I encourage you guys to make sure that you share the show, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let everybody know that Tamika Sims is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly radio show this evening, you guys. And if you're out there, uh, maybe you may have a question or a comment with things she may share during the broadcast tonight, feel free to call in. The number's 347 347- Three two six nine one three nine is the number, and we'll be happy to bring you on the line so that you can join us and the conversation. So we're going to take a little break, you guys, and we're going to come back, and we're going to welcome our special guest, Tamika Sims, this evening. What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, 
who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by author Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And as I stated once before, tonight uh, we are featuring special guest Tamika Sims, you guys. Uh, she is an um, award-winning author, speaker, entrepreneur, writing coach, um, all those great things. As I said, she wears many hats. So she's going to come on tonight and hang out with us a bit. Uh, Tamika, are you there? I am. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing fantastic. Excited to be on your show. Thank you so much for thinking of me and for having me on. I look forward to our conversation tonight. Yes, absolutely. I, I say, you know, uh, in just meeting you and connecting with you, I'm like, Tamika keeps me on my toes. You know, I'm thinking, like, I'm not working hard enough today because I see Tamika, like, really? <laughs> She's really doing it. I said, okay, you know what? I'm taking too many breaks. I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is we don't have time for breaks. On this purpose journey, Bianca, we do not have time for yes. breaks. Like, we got to right. go full speed ahead, right? You are right. We got to go full speed ahead after our purpose. So, yeah, stop taking breaks. It's time to get on it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, for the folks out here who may not be familiar with who you are, tell us a little yes. bit about who is Tamika Sims. Sure. So, I always like to start off by celebrating my greatest accomplishment, and that is being a mom. Um, I am yes. currently, I my son is almost 20. He's my baby, but he's not a baby, oh. you know. And um, <laughs> right. Um, after that, I'm an author, as you said. I've actually written two books, and I'm working on a third, so I'm very excited about operating in my literary gift. Um, I'm a speaker. I love inspiring audiences. I love motivating them. But moving them mm-hmm. beyond motivation and inspiration, I like causing transformation in their lives. I like right. inspiring them to think a new way because that's really where the change begins. Um, so much Absolutely. of what we hear and see is feel good, and I'm beyond the feel good, fluffy sort of stuff. I'm ready to, uh, you know, <laughs> get down to the. <laughs> I'm more of the let's get down to it, let's get elbow to elbow, let's knock it out, let's Absolutely. rock it out, and do what we're supposed to do. Um, and then, as you mentioned, I'm the founder of the award winning self-assured woman movement um, of filled with just some incredible, incredible women from all walks of life, um, women who are walking in their self-assurance and women who are on that journey. So I'm just grateful to be the leader. I'm grateful for, you know, vision. And at the end of the day, I tell people I'm just a little girl who grew up <laughs> in a very small <laughs> little portion of the city. Um, and so, but just excited to be here. And I've just literally watched my life um, become this beautiful and amazing thing. As you, the title of the show, Beautiful Butterfly, like I've watched my life sort of um, break out of the cocoon and launch into something that's beautiful and amazing. So that's who Absolutely. I am in a nutshell. 
Absolutely amazing. And so for you, uh, when when was that moment for you? Um, that it came to you that, you know what, this this is what I'm supposed to do. I think in life, you know, we, we, we're trying to find our place in life. We're trying to find mm-hmm. what it is that we're supposed to do, what we're good at, you know, um, mm-hmm. what our heart, what makes our heart really happy. So for you, when did you discover, you know, being out here, encouraging women, supporting women yeah. um, through their life journey, through their moments, uh, when did you discover that that was your purpose, that was your passion yeah. in life? You know what? When I came out of an abusive relationship, I was in an Mm -hmm. abusive relationship for almost 10 years, right? My entire 20s, I was in an abusive relationship. And once I, and he almost took my life twice. And so I I always tend to skip over the details, but I'm always mindful of what could have happened for me or to me Mm -hmm. during that time with him. And when I came out of that alive, and I knew that God did not destroy me. My life was not taken. I knew that mm-hmm, I was left here mm-hmm. for a purpose. And instantly right. my purpose became abundantly clear, and it all started with the writing. It all started with um, journaling and being able to express my thoughts, um, right. you know, verbally or written. And once, that, once the writing took place and once that healing took place and everything else literally just sort of laid out for me. And so you're talking about, you know, I've been on this journey now being out of that relationship for almost 10 years, but I can see the growth Mm. in me and that same growth in me, that same path that I've been on. I'm able to take that and inspire others to not only tell their story, but to live their best lives. Absolutely. And for you, um, going through um, an abusive um, relationship, and that uh, that relationship Uh was emotionally, uh, physically, sexually, all those things, you know, that, uh-huh. that get us, you know, all over. And so for you right. going through that, especially through the 20s, and I think for women right. uh, specifically during our 20s, you know, we, we, we really are searching for yeah. our purpose. And we're, and then we're, right, really, and we're discovering um, so much about ourselves, yeah. too. Right, yeah. and we're really in, we're really impressionable. You know what I mean? Like we right. mm-hmm. we we kind of feel like okay, this is this this is the way it's supposed to be. Even if it's not, like something right. in our minds, like right. okay, well this is you know. And so for you going through that, um, and we've talked uh, to women who have been through uh, abusive and domestic violence situations. And so for you, when did Tamika discover? You know, this this is not the life. This is not the life that I was destined to have, you know, going through this daily for, yeah. you know, 10-plus years. You know, what it was was, and this is going to sound really weird, um, is because I did not have the notion to leave him until after the physical and sexual assault had occurred. Prior to that, dealing with all of the emotional abuse, the psychological and the spiritual abuse, because he was a deacon in the church. He was a church leader. He was someone that I looked up to and admired and someone that would oftentimes pray for me. Um, And so it was a struggle for me to get beyond that emotionally because I was young. I hadn't had many dating experiences, and so it was really Mm -hmm, difficult mm -hmm. for me to sort of get beyond that. Um, But, again, once those incidents occurred and once I literally had to break my heart by, you know, not being honest with my son with what was going on, I knew that I couldn't stand that anymore. 
I, right. I knew that I could not, that that was not the life for me, that that's not the life I was supposed to live. I don't care how young I was. I don't care how inexperienced right. I was. Love is not about abuse, and love shouldn't hurt. And, right. you know, so my message is now to women is that, you know, you have to love yourself enough first. Because if you don't love yourself mm-hmm. enough first, you'll find yourself susceptible and being victimized over and over again because you're searching for something that you can't find in anyone else. You can only find it within right. yourself. Right, right. And, and do you feel like in our 20s as women, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you, and you said, you know, if we don't love ourselves, and some of us have no idea what love is. You know, so we're searching Mm -hmm. for this great definition of what love is. Do you you think, like, during that, those, you know, that 20 area, and even even for some women later on in their 30s and 40s, we're still Mm -hmm. searching for what does love mean and what is it supposed to feel like? Yeah, and I think we have to, and that's the importance of women teaching and leading other women. That's the importance Mm, of reaching back and connecting with each other um, because we we all don't grow up in homes where that's what we see, where that is the right. example, right? We don't all grow up in homes right. like that. Um, but right. at some point, if, like for me, for instance, that's why it's so important for me to reach back and to help other women. Um, it's because I know what it's like to grow up or to be in a serious situation with someone essentially whose actions are not lining up with their words, right? Um, right. But if I hadn't ever had women around me, and I'm not saying that those women weren't there when I was in that relationship, but if I hadn't mm-hmm. had those women around mm-hmm. me to tell me that, you know what, Tamika, you don't deserve this. You don't have right. to be anybody's victim. You know, you need people right. who love you enough to have those hard conversations to help you see a better way. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that, you know, so often we, 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 we've gotten to the point where we're afraid to step on anybody's toes, you know, we don't want to right. look uh-huh. in or, or appear that we're, quote, unquote, as they say now, you know, throw a shade on somebody else, because that's the oh, first right, thing right, right. that, you know, is said, you know, especially if someone has not been dating for a while and they get in a new yeah. relationship, and the outside people can identify those red flags almost instantly, but the person that's in that relationship, you know, it kind of kind of goes over their head, so the people on uh-huh. the outside are like, look, this is not healthy, and this is this, and this and that. And the person in the relationship is thinking, oh, you're just trying to destroy my relationship. You're you're right. jealous of my relationship. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we don't understand that, no, people actually mean well, and they're trying to save you from, from future harm, you know, that can mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, oftentimes I always like to say experience um, – is a teacher, but it doesn't have to be the only teacher, right? You don't have to always have the same experience as someone. Um, You can live through someone else's experience, especially if they were negative, that they were able to turn into a positive. So, yeah, while everybody does not mean well, you know, let's be honest, there's some people that don't mean well, but for those that do mean well, those that are reaching back, those that are offering um, a level of hope and of love, then we need to cling to those people. And, you know, again, it is often difficult. I've been in a situation where no matter what someone said to me, I loved him. 
right? I loved him, and that's the man that I wanted to be with. And so it took some time, and it takes time, right? So we have to be patient with our loved ones in this process um, because they're still growing, they're still evolving. And so as we are being patient with them, um, you know, we can help them, we can help to bring them out. We can help to bring them out. And, you know, it's not our responsibility, but it's something that absolutely can be done. Absolutely. And, and of course, going through um, that situation for a numerous amount of years, how did you begin uh-huh. to uh, restore yourself, you know, having, having things coming to you at every angle? Uh-huh. How, did, how did Tamika begin to restore herself to where, um, you know, because a lot of times when people have dealt with um, uh, domestic violence in, in all these situations, there's a lot of things that are endured, mission, uh, uh-huh. mentally damaged, you know, emotionally all those aspects. So how did you begin to work on you so that, you know, whenever the next relationship came along or just right. just learning the process of loving you that you would be content, you know, uh-huh. in that? Um, so what hap- what really helped me is counseling. My yes. private therapist and um, I also was in group counseling for a couple of years after leaving that relationship. Okay. I can honestly mm-hmm. tell you that without me sitting in the room filled with women who had gone through what I had been through, without me sitting on the couch in um, my therapist's office who specialized in trauma therapy, who really helped me to see me and who helped mm-hmm. me to get back to who I was and essentially the part I played in um, leading into that um, domestic abusive relationship. Right. Um, it, right. So it took me a while. In addition to so the counseling, um, also journaling was very big because when I wasn't in my therapist's office or when I wasn't, sitting in my group counseling sessions, I could write. I could take pen to paper, and I could really Mm -hmm. pour out what was on my heart, what I was feeling. Um, And I surrounded myself with friends and family who may not have necessarily understood, but they were willing to stand in the trenches with me. And so, um, you know, as I've grown so much in these past 10 years, I recognize that I'm still growing, um, and I'm still evolving into the woman that I was created to be because there was much disconnection with myself that occurred in that relationship. So it's a continual process for me. I'm grateful for the growth. I can see it. Um, but every now and then something comes across my mind where I have to instantly say, nope, that's not me anymore, nope. That's a trick of the mind. Nope. That's you know. Right. It's like you have to right, right. continuously erase those things. So, um, but yeah. So it's a continual process. I mean, I, I can definitely see that I'm growing. I mean, I, I look different. Like literally, you see me ten years ago, <laughs> today, I look different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything's different. Everything is new because Absolutely. I'm new. Um, and so I'm just excited to be on this journey. But it's a continual process. Yes, and it's amazing, like, how, you know, saying that, like, how different we look. You know, when we're going through stuff, yes. like, we, we, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily realize, like, how we're looking. And then, you know, mm-hmm. when, we, when we've overcome something, we're like, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, and the total yeah, because so much of my life was controlled by him, what I wore, yeah. where I shopped for clothing, how I wore my hair, the grocery wow. store I went to, like, so much of my life was controlled by him. Yeah. And when I experienced that freedom, when I realized that it was okay 
for me to go to Starbucks if I wanted to, that it was okay for me to buy a meal from McDonald's if I wanted to, like, you know, and there was this newfound freedom and my whole world opened up. And, yeah, I started to look different because I didn't have to carry that weight anymore. I didn't have to carry that burden, that shame, that Mm -hmm. guilt, that sometimes responsibility that I was feeling for that relationship, I, I was able to release all of it. And I, be, I lost weight. <laughs> I, you know, switched <laughs> up my hair. I started buying new clothes, and that worked on my <laughs> self-esteem. And, oh, man, it yes. has just been no turning back ever since. So, yeah. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. <laughs> and uh, speaking of future endeavors, I definitely want to get um, into uh, your books as well this evening uh, so sure. the folks can hear about that. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, we're going to come back, folks. Sit tight. We got more uh, with Tamika Sims coming up on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Lisa, from the Conversations with Trent show featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living, right here on your radio network, YRN 1328. Welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm so glad that you guys have joined us this evening, you guys. We are joined by special guest uh, Tamika Sims this evening, you guys. And if you haven't had a chance um, and you're just tuned in, no worries. We still got a lot to share uh, with you guys uh, this evening. So make sure you are staying tuned in and all of those great things. And, of course, you guys know that uh, during the month of February, uh, we always take time to share, um, and throughout the year, um, our black history moments and all those great aspects. And so tonight, uh, we are featuring uh, the awesome Catherine Ferguson. Uh, she was a pioneer and an educator. And um, so tonight, we guys, uh, we're going to be sharing uh, some information about her. Uh, Catherine Ferguson was an African-American pioneer, philanthropist, social worker, and educator who founded the first Sunday school in New York City. Uh, Catherine has said to um, have ministered to many children um, during um, her time um, as a minister, and she uh, was a minister and an advocate for children. And so she always advocated for the safety and the education of the children and those around. Uh, She was born a slave. Her mother delivered her uh, while traveling from Virginia to New York City. And uh, Katie Williams uh, was her name at birth, and when she was eight years old, her mother was sold, and she never saw her mother again. Uh, Ferguson was owned by a name, a man named R.B., who was an elder in one of the Presbyterian churches in New York City. And when she turned 16 years old, um, a woman, another woman, purchased her freedom 
for $200. Uh, isn't that amazing, guys, that, you know, life could just be worth $200. And Ferguson was married at 18 and had two children um, that actually passed away. And so uh, later in life, uh, she did become a Sunday school teacher and a minister. Um, twice a week, she held prayer meetings for the children and adults. Um, and during her life, she raised more than 48 children, and 25 of them were um, white, uh, some from the houses um, on the plantations and parents that she knowed. Uh, she raised them or kept them until she found suitable homes for them. So uh, Catherine Ferguson died on July 11, 1854, and so today uh, we give honor to uh, Catherine Ferguson, um, a minister for children, you guys. So that is our Black History Moment you guys, and so uh, we are going to come back as promised with more Tamika Sims, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events, and if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And this evening, you guys, we are joined by Tamika Sims. And, of course, uh, Tamika, before the break, um, I wanted to talk to you about um, the books that you have written. Uh, one of them, okay. uh, which um, a lot of people definitely enjoyed, uh, was The Plus Factor um, and getting that out there. So, in general, what made you decide um, that you wanted to Go the author, writer, become an author, and, and share your journey and your passion through writing. You know, it was very important for me <clears throat> to share my story of overcoming domestic abuse, especially in the faith for members of the faith community, because there are right. so many subjects that are considered taboo and are not really discussed in churches and synagogues and mosques. Um, today and whatever their religious teachings are, there's so many subjects right. that just aren't discussed. And so I desired to be the voice for the silent witness. I decided to be the voice for the victim who had not found theirs. And, right. and when I did that, I got so many wonderful testimonies from, you know, women who had grew up in home with domestic violence. I got testimonies from women whose lives have been personally impacted or women whose mother, mothers have been killed by their fathers. Like the testimonies just really started coming out because not everyone has the courage to share their story. But I believe that when, we, when it's placed on our heart, uh, to share our story of overcoming, then we absolutely should do that because we don't know um, how our story is touching someone else. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and oftentimes we, we begin to notice that um, through our testimony, uh, you know, you meet other people who have went through similar situations, you know, and exactly. and, and they never mm -hmm. said anything or never talked about it and thus far. And so um, with your books um, and, and getting out here, um, a lot of times we find that people who have dealt with these 
situation, you have to go through the healing part. And you mentioned the importance exactly. of, you know, you going to therapy and have that foundation. And, and so how important is it, you know, that we heal from things that have transpired in our life? A lot of times, you know, um, I believe that we we have a, a old mindset from from you know from culture that gives us mm-hmm. okay things happen so get over it you know move on and yeah. and yeah. start anew. But how important is it that we actually heal and, and and handle that hurt and handle that pain? You know, you know it's very important. It's important to your future. It's important right. to what you were put on this earth to do. You can't, I mean, essentially you do move on, but you can't move on until you are healed, Um, until you have reached a point within yourself that you can think about it, you can sit there and meditate on it or whatever, and you don't feel the hurt anymore, and you don't feel Mm -hmm. the same level of pain anymore, and you've reached a place in you where you are living in a space of forgiveness. When you've reached that point, then you know that you've healed from whatever the past situation is, Um, but you can't move forward. It will always be the elephant in the room that's never discussed because you don't want to deal with it so requires us to deal with it. Um, We have to deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly of these situations. And so, um, you know, it's very, very important, and you can't move on until you have healed. Absolutely, absolutely. And and one of the great things that I I did want to um, discuss tonight, um, and I've had a a numerous amount of women talk about this um, this year, and, and, you know, we're always in the second month within the new year, but we find that women um, deal uh, with self-esteem on a daily basis. And so when it comes to women and improving our self-esteem and, and, get, and giving ourselves healthy, healthy self-esteem, um, a lot of times people believe that, you know, we have, sometimes we have to restructure our environment. You know, we have to look at the things that we take in and the environments that we put ourselves in. And so when it comes to women and self-esteem and the issues that a lot of women uh, deal with when it comes to self-esteem, do you think a lot of that is predicated towards what we see, you know, social media, reality shows, movies? Um, Does that have an influence on overall how we as women sometimes feel about ourselves? Whatever definition of healthy, beautiful, pretty, et cetera, um, that society has set for us. Um, But I I don't necessarily subscribe to that notion. I believe that you have to be comfortable in your own Mm -hmm. skin. You have to be comfortable being who you are, not trying to fit some societal mold that says in order to be beautiful, successful, pretty, et cetera, you have to fit this particular description, like all of us were right. created unique and beautiful, and we have to embrace it, um, but does it mm-hmm. have an influence? Absolutely. If you're not confident right. in who you are, and if you're not comfortable in your own skin, and if you don't know who you are, then yeah, you can be yeah. swayed with every new trend, um, every new uh, um, sort of mind that's released by society, absolutely, but if you're comfortable Um, you, you can embrace who it is that you were created to be. Absolutely, and, and, and for you in your experience, how do how do women 
women going through that, those things where they're they're trying to, you know, rebuild their self esteem. You know, what are some steps that uh, women need to take to 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 nurture um, that mindset and to to rebuild that self esteem that they thought they had lost? Women need to reconnect with themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to mm-hmm. reconnect with um, the woman that they were created to be pre whatever the situation is. So they need to reconnect with themselves. They need to spend time alone. They need to spend time enjoying their own presence. They need to spend mm-hmm. time getting to know themselves all over again. Because the fact right. of the matter is once you're on the other side, once you have come out of your situation, there, there has to be a period of re-knowing who you are and getting to know who you right. are. and. So so we have to be willing to take the time to invest in ourselves, not jump into another situation immediately because we don't want to be alone or we don't want to experience loneliness. No, we have to take that time getting to know ourselves so that we're not essentially back in the same situation. So those are some Absolutely. steps. They need to surround themselves with positive women. They need to surround themselves with women that are going somewhere, women that aren't perfect, women that have overcome, but women that are going somewhere. Um, and then not necessarily emulate the life that they're living, but know that there is a better life that's possible and that is available to them. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and do you believe that oftentimes, uh, and you mentioned something key, that sometimes as women we need to be by ourselves and be alone. And that can be a scary thing. Um, for a lot of women because a lot of times people equate, you know, being by yourself as that you're lonely, you know, but I know some people who are by themselves and they're very happy, <laughs> you know, very happy outgoing individuals. And so Absolutely. I think sometimes people, you know, sometimes people think that in order uh, to have a, a, a good life, you know, you have to have the company of, of a lot of people. Yeah, and that's really a big myth. I think the greatest time for us to really grow and develop is the time that it's just me and the mirror, (laughs) right, or if it's just me and the journal. Um, We have to get back to the space of enjoying our me time. You know, there was this song created talking about me time and the importance of spending time with yourself and getting to know you. That's important, whether you're in a relationship or not because we have to always make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And being alone with ourselves is a part of that. Um, And we have be ashamed or, you know, uh, unwilling to ask for it or unwilling to do it for ourselves because we need it. We need time to debrief and take a break. (laughs) You know, we need time to breathe. (laughs) We need time to chill. (laughs) You know, we need time to catch a crazy movie if we want to and laugh. Like, that's important. And it keeps us us emotionally healthy. You know, our world is crazy and things are changing. But if we're, you know, we're connected with ourselves, we can stay grounded. Um, And so that, that time to yourself is critical, right? It's critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, you know, that, that this is the time that it, it, we have no time for breaks. We got we got to keep pushing. Um, and we got to keep driving. And so how important is that, you know, to, to make sure that ultimately you're meeting the goals? And, and I always say that at the beginning of the year, you know, we have a lot of people who say, okay, these are my New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to 
you know, lose weight or I'm going to do this or do that. And so oftentimes before the year is even halfway over, most people have already given up. They're not going to do those things. They're not going to get accomplished. So for you, what is your motto on getting setting goals and actually accomplishing them? Honey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a girlfriend chat just for a minute here. I am <laughs> I am so focused and yes. I am so um on task and just determined to reach my goals. Like nothing gets in the way of my purpose. Nothing. Right. Um nothing right. gets in the way of my destiny. I don't care how tired I am, how upset I am how much life is punching me um, right and left, Mm -hmm, how much mm -hmm. I may be knocked down, I may be drugged out, like nothing, um, nothing, nothing, nothing ever um, causes me not to stay focused and work on my goals, nothing, nothing gets in the way. And I know sometimes (laughs) that may seem to be, that's a bit strange, I know, because, you know, some people are like, oh, but when life comes at you, you just got to take a break. You just got to chill out. And I'm like, but see, the problem with that is that we don't know how to come back from that. We, yeah, sure, take a break. If you need to take a mental break, we all need one. Take your mental break, but get back in it. My pastor says something all the time. He says, rest if you must, but don't quit. But the problem in the resting is we quit. We don't know how to get back to it. And so I just refuse because I lived a time of my life where um, someone told me that I was too stupid to manage my goals, that I wouldn't be smart Mm. enough, that nobody would ever want to hear what I had to say. I lived for 10 years with him telling me that and then eventually me believing that about myself. But now that I know that not to be true, Nothing, mm-hmm, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing gets in the way. There are no breaks. There are no days off. There are no times <laughs> where I need to chill and deflect. Absolutely not. I am every single day working on something that's going to better me, better my movement, better the clients that I have. That's me every single day. So, And it's, it's detrimental to, to my future, but not just my future. And I think this is where we miss it. It's detrimental to the people that are connected to me, the people whose destinies are tied to me continually getting in position and going higher. If I'm not in position, then the people who are supposed to get what they need from me can't get it. And I'm Absolutely. just not willing to play with my purpose, and I'm not going to play with theirs. Absolutely. And it kind of goes to your um, book. Um, creating a magnetic community. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so proud of it. You know I literally wrote that book in seven days. I'm so proud of it. And and I love it because, and I'm going to give you guys the title, it's called Creating a Magnetic Community, Five Ways Aspiring Entrepreneurs, Coaches, or Thought Leaders Can Launch um, with Success. And so with this book, it kind of follows through with this process of you saying, you know, hey, you know, if, if you know there's things that you need to be accomplished, you need to be a full throttle <laughs> the, the the whole time, you know? Absolutely. And so when I decided to launch Self-Assured Woman, um, when I knew that it when I created that community, I knew it was attached to something greater, not just for me, but for those that would um, choose to be connected to me. 
And the beautiful thing about communities are is that, and I said this last evening, is that it's an opt-in. It's I'm opting into you. I'm opting into your message. I'm opting into your mission, into your vision. I choose to be connected to you. Mm -hmm. And so once you Mm -hmm. understand that that's really what's happening here, in spite of all of the other amazing things that happen inside of your community, when you understand that that's what's really happening, then it beckons you to say, you know what? I gotta keep showing up for these people. I gotta keep being visible. I gotta keep strategizing. I gotta keep striving because these people are right. looking up to me. They are. They Absolutely. want to be connected to me, and that's just it. And then the community takes on a spirit of its own. It takes on its own sort of energy, and then like starts to attract like, and the law of attraction is operated, and, you know, the, the people that you want to fill the space are filling the space, and you realize just you realize the reason why it was created in the first place. Absolutely. 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 And, and for you, what do you think is, um, in talking with uh, people all over, when it comes to success, what have you learned It has become the number one roadblocker to keep people from being successful? Themselves. Yes. We are oftentimes our own worst enemy. Um, we are oftentimes Absolutely. the number one thing that's standing in the way of us and where we want to be. Because Absolutely. of our mentality, because of our mindset, because we allow life to get in the way, and so we get in our way. Um, and we Absolutely. aren't fully living up to um and we aren't fully living up to, you, you know, the person that we were created to be. So we're really, we're our own success blockers. Absolutely. 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 And, and speaking of success, as I mentioned, you guys, uh, Tamika wears numerous hats. Uh, <laughs> you're also an artist manager, um, co-owner yeah. of a uh-huh. music group and commercial recording studio, and um, owner of Ink Pen Diva Manuscript yes. Services, <laughs> and so uh, you do all of these great aspects. And so for you, um, what I love um, about um, Ink Pen Diva Manuscript is that you're always offering opportunities uh, for people to get better at what they do, and, and yes. giving people. Um, the knowledge behind that. And so explain uh, to the folks out here, what made you create um, Ink Pen uh, Diva Manuscript? So it's a really funny story. Okay. Just go with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was, I always knew that I had the gift of writing. I knew that I could take that gift. I could do something with it, not just for myself, but for the writers right. that would essentially become my clients. I would empower others mm-hmm. to share their own story. So I thought about it, and I said, well, you know, maybe I can make some money from this. Maybe I can't. And um, so I was talking to, and this is literally what happened. I was talking and he said, how's my ink pen doing? I said, ooh, ink pen. (laughs) (laughs) And a business was born, and we have been in business for um, 
a little over three years. We celebrated our three-year anniversary on Valentine's Day. So a business was born from an Instagram post and from inspiration. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of, you know, many people think that when you launch into entrepreneurship, everything has to be perfect and everything has to be just so no. You just need to sometimes just step out there. You just need to launch out into the deep and let the path be made known to you, right? Um, Mm, You don't have to have everything figured out in the beginning. That's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and life is that you're constantly growing and your business should be growing as you grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. You know, I think a lot of times, as you mentioned, that people uh, figure that we're supposed to have this roadmap. It's supposed to tell you if you go left or right or if you're going to go down this long road um, and not realizing that, you know, sometimes we're meant to go into uh, the wrong direction, which ultimately leads us to the right direction. Absolutely. And everything is purposed for our lives, right? Everything yeah. has a purpose in our lives, the good Absolutely. and the bad. Um, and I'm going to say especially the bad because the bad teaches us. The bad builds mm. character. The yes. bad builds resilience and tenacity of spirit. Like, if we didn't have those bad moments, we couldn't really appreciate the good moments. Right. And, you know, right. I was talking to someone recently, Bianca, and I said, I'm in a space in my life now, right now, where everything that I think about happens, comes to pass. Mm. Everything that I speak out of my mouth comes to pass. And so it causes right. me to be mindful of my words, but it also causes me to know that the good that I'm supposed to have, I can speak it and it can it can come to pass, right? Absolutely. And I Absolutely. said, but the problem is, though, is because, you know, and I even said, man, I must be getting ready to, you know, die or leave this earth or something. People are to die, you know, because that's what we think because right. we expect we expect the bad. We expect the bad. Um, but then one of right. my friends had to remind me that Tamika, what you're living in is what you're supposed to be living in, right? This is the life that you were created to live. This is the life that you say you wanted. And so when things happen according to plan, don't be surprised. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> but it's Absolutely. crazy. We always weird. assume that. I'm like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know why we always assume <laughs> that. And we see that in movies where people hit the lotto and then they're, yes. you know, stricken with cancer. or so, It's just something something very yes. dramatic that mm-hmm. ends up happening to where these people don't, you know, are not able to really live out their life and all these great things have happened to them. And so when those moments come, we're thinking like, okay, you know what, things are going a little too good right now. You know, something, something. And I had a friend who told me that a long time ago. He said, you know, a lot of times you you can miss out on on your own blessings and your own destiny because you're always waiting for something bad to transpire, you know, when things seem like they're going too good for you. Yep, absolutely. And it's crazy. I mean, it's weird. And you find yourself saying, dang, I just thought about that. You know, because I had an experience. I had an experience recently where I said, "Man, that sure would be nice." And within seventy-two hours, no lie, I was presented with the very same opportunity that I had just thought about. I didn't even speak the words, like I had just right. thought about it, and I quickly dismissed the thought because I said, "Oh my gosh, I don't know anybody. How in the world is that going to happen?" But I'm telling you, just that fast, it happened. Amazing, Just amazing. That fast, it happened. And, and, and speaking of the great things, and with the Self Assured uh, Women's Movement, what is your overall 
visions? What is your overall visions um, that you have set for 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 such a powerful movement? So my overall vision really is um, is to build a global movement of women who um, are walking in their self-assurance, are walking on that journey, whatever that means mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to them. I, I want a space that's collaborative. I want a space that is um, where we support one another. I want a space where there is this free exchange of information. I want a space where Absolutely. we hold one another accountable. Um, and I want a space where we're always growing and learning, where we are not only there to just, you know, give a sister a pat on the back, but we're there to say, hey, you know, you said that you were going to do this by this particular deadline. Like, what's happening with that? Like, that's what I want. And I believe because that's my desire and because the women that are coming in there have that same desire that, um, that our community continues to grow and it continues to be energized and it's filled with engagement. Um, and it's just amazing. It's amazing. Awesome. 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 And of course, uh, when it comes um, to uh, your book um, and managing artists and, and all these different avenues, uh, it, it shows, um, you know, your love and your passion for people, yes. but also mm-hmm. for expanding who you are um, in different avenues and not kind of boxing yourself into one genre. And so have you Absolutely. Um, is that a part of your mindset now to, you know, expand yourself as far as you can go without, you know, being limited? Yeah, I mean, I you know what, I'm, choo- I'm chasing every gift that's thrown inside of me. I'm chasing literally every gift that's put on the inside of me. Um, as long as it's in alignment with the, the life, the desire that I have for my life, I'm going after it. Um, and I refuse to box myself in, and I had to come to that realization because I realized that I was kind of sort of being known as a domestic violence speaker, but there's so okay, much more okay. that is um, right, on the right. inside of me. And so now that I'm managing artists and operating fully in my creative space, and I'm sorry, there's people screaming behind me, but operating from my creative space, um, then, you know, that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I'm going to go after. So I refuse to box myself in because I am destined to be great, and oftentimes great comes with many gifts, many avenues, many opportunities, um, new and alike. And so I'm just continuing to do that every single day. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, for the folks out here, um, who listening? I know we have a lot of authors and all those great things. Um, how does um, EPN go about uh, deciding who's going to join their team? So uh, for authors out here listening, what do they need to do if, if they want to be a part of EPN? All they have to do is, is just um, go to my website, which is com, and schedule their complimentary consultation. Um, we have a conversation, and then during that time, we decide if we're really a good fit for each other. Because I like to tell people that I'm a different type of squirrel, <laughs> so I'm a different type of coach. So it has to be a good fit for me and for, you know, the potential client. So that it's a very easy process, very simple. Um, I sort of review my program with them over um, during our phone call, and um, we decide from there. And typically, um, my conversion rate from consultations is about a 90% conversion rate. So there's not a client that I haven't talked with um, that has not become awesome. a client at some point. So yeah, I'm very um, because I'm very passionate, and they're able to um, 
sense that passion. And most folks come to me after they have been following me for a while, so they know right. um, my spirit. They know what I put out. They know how I support my clients. Um, and so they're very um, eager to work with me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing about it, look, I'm not even a part of Ink Pen, but she definitely gives you the energy to get your life together for today. Like, what are some things that I need to be accomplishing today? What are some things that I need to be focusing on today? Um, because you give people that energy um, to always, you know, put their best into everything that they have going on, and I think that we need more of that. You know, I think well, uh, thank especially – <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially in today's time. You know, we 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 have dealt with the election and, and some people are still dealing yes. with the aftermath yes, of the yes. election <laughs> and just things that are going on around the world in our community and so people are just looking um for different avenues to make their lives greater, you know, and and on their own and and so you give people that hope and that desire. So I'm definitely uh, looking forward to all the great things that you definitely have in store. Absolutely. And, Thank uh, you. Thank um, you. I know you mentioned you had an upcoming book up in the in the works. So uh, what are, what are some of those upcoming projects that you have going on? So this next book is called A Life That's Mine. Um, a Life Wonderful. That's Mine. That is a story about a woman finding love again. It's a story about mm-hmm. a woman finding love again. It's a fiction book, so it was a little bit of a stretch for me personally to create characters <laughs> and, you right. know, because I'm the nonfiction writer. I'm the inspirational writer, but, you know, I had right. to step outside of myself and allow the characters <laughs> in my head to sort of speak, <laughs> you know, to sort of speak and to tell their own story. Right. So, um, right. so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I've been sitting on it for a number of years. I know all this gold talk. I know. But <laughs> I've been sitting on it for a number of years, and I'm ready to move forward with it and sort of, you know, release it to the world, and I'm looking forward to what that's going to do for me. Awesome, 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 awesome. And for the folks out here who want to uh, connect with you and all those little great aspects, uh, how do folks go go about connecting with you? Yeah, thank you so much. So my website, again, is www.inkpendiva.com. Inkpen, like the inkpen, um, (laughs) inkpendiva.com. Check out all of the wonderful services that I have. I'm on Instagram at Tamika L. Sims, on Facebook um, as Tamika Sims, and on Twitter at Self-Assured. W O M because I ran out of letters and I couldn't spell woman. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that is how they can connect with me. And I want to connect with your audience members. I love engaging and connecting and having conversations on social media. Um, if folks Absolutely. have questions about, you know, music and entertainment industry or the services that we offer there, if they have questions about becoming an author, launching a virtual community, like I want to make myself an available resource. So I definitely Wonderful. encourage them to connect with me and to reach out. That is awesome. That is awesome. So you guys who are um, music artists and so forth, and we have a few who come through the show, uh, definitely yeah. connect with her and, and see what um, kind of things she has uh, available. Um, you know, and that's the thing. That's a great avenue of meeting people, connecting with people, because we're always uh, have that access to expand ourselves, you know, in a, in right. a new direction. So uh, right. that is a wonderful mm-hmm. aspect. And uh, I've truly enjoyed having you on the show Thank this evening. Thank you. I've enjoyed being here. Uh, Yes, absolutely wonderful, wonderful. And, uh, of course, um, for you, um, at the end of the day, uh, what would be Tamika Sims? 
um, to the the self-assured women uh-huh. of, of 2017. <laughs> so what I would say um, to the self-assured woman of 2017 is to love yourself, to value and respect yourself above anyone else, to know that you love, that you deserve to live your best life, and to know that the life that you desire is available for you. That is my 2017 Self-Assured Woman mantra um, because it speaks to the core of who we are aside from our titles and, um, you know, speaks to our heart and, and, you know, quickens and beckons us to get to that next level, that place that we desire. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love it. And once again, thank you so much for coming on here. I hope thank you, you I'll come so back much, and Bianca. chat with you again real soon. Absolutely. Call me. Listen, call me anytime. We'll get together for girlfriend chat. That's what we're going to call it. We're yes. going to call it girlfriend I chat. I love that. I love that. It's, uh, thank you so much for taking the time thank to come you. on here and, uh, and talk with me and our listeners. And we definitely appreciate it. And I hope you have a, a great rest of your evening and weekend. Thank you so much. The same to you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, you guys, that was author, speaker, entrepreneur, writing coach, and dynamic influencer, Tamika Sims, you guys, who is the founder and creator of Self-Assured uh, Woman's Movement. Uh, make sure you go, guys go and connect with her on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those great avenues. And so we're going to take a break, folks, and I'm going to tell you what's coming up next week right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Once again, big thank you to Tamika Sams for coming on here. What an enlightening and refreshing conversation, you guys. Definitely enjoyed her for coming on here. Um, to the show this evening. We definitely appreciate her. And coming up, coming up, coming up next week, you guys, we got special guest, um, Andrea Kitten Perry. She's going to be joining us next Tuesday, that's February 28th, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and she's going to be coming on, and we're going to be talking about her new uh, book that she has written. Uh, She is a poet, author, writer, speaker, all of those great avenues. So Andrea Kenton Perry is going to be joining us um, on next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She's going to be talking about her book entitled Free Poetry, Dialogue, and Commentary of a Free Spirit. Uh, So you guys, make sure you come on here. So poets, spoken artists, writers, authors, speakers, this is the platform for you. Come and join us February 28th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then coming up March 2nd, that's next Thursday. Man, it's amazing how the months fly by, but we got... Special guest, Norma Jarrett. Uh, Norma Jarrett is actually a best-selling author known for her novels as the Sunday Brunch novels, and she's going to be coming on, and we're going to be talking um, about her new book entitled Salt and Sky. So you're not going to want to miss it. She's coming up next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And listen, if you want to be a guest, all you have to do is email us at the, the letter B, Fly show at gmail.com and say, hey, B-Fly, I'm going to be a guest. But make sure you send all of your pertinent information over to us uh, so that we can look things over and get you scheduled on so that you can share your life, your journey, your brand, all those great things over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so with that said, folks, we are going to get ready to get out of here. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you for continuing to support the show uh, and the things uh, that we have in store. So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I am Bianca Fly, and I'll see you next time. Have a great weekend. Thank you.